1: I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy, Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason... Wait a minute, El Dandy has been wrestling in, in in the cruiserweight division here, please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes he's 50 pounds. Who difference. are you to, to, to doubt L Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. So let's talk about some serious How about, a, how about hypnosis? Let's get to Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever, he's a great wrestler, you know...
2: Welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Mo, I hope you had a very merry Christmas. I hope that it was filled with cheer and lots of uh, eggnog or whatever it is you like to drink. A man of your sophistication probably some scotch or some good bourbon, but uh, I hope everything was well with you, man. Oh. Um, Christmas was cool. Um, there wasn't no
0: scotch, no bourbon, or nothing like that. I had um Jack Daniel's got these Tennessee honey, um, these Tennessee honey um, in a can. So it's like a combination of um whiskey, honey, and lemonade. Mm. Pretty good. Okay. All right. All right. And then did you didn't. Know, uh, and then one of my other um groups that. I that I'm with, we did a Zoom call on Sunday, and so one of the, the young ladies um, got everybody it's a, it's a company called Drink Myth, Drink Myth and they spell it without the um, it's like D-R and and so they do premium cocktails mm. they send it like you pile them up and send them and so she got Everybody in our little group, one and guess um, I had the rum punch, and that packed a hell of a punch. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I, I mixed it right because you can still drink. It was like you can still drink the alcohol; you can taste the alcohol, but it was just like it was just there. But it was pretty good. But like I said, it was a pretty good. Um, it was like a little Zoom call, and then I had one earlier today with some other friends so you know folks getting over after holidays, days talking having a good time that's good that's it's good. Annoying. you got any big plans for new year's eve nope cause i have to work that i have to work this weekend so i'll be i might have a little something to drink and then go to sleep because i have to work in the, i have to work this weekend so
2: all right Fun times, fun times on the boulevard. Everybody, stay safe out there. If you are planning to be out and about, uh, it is,
0: I'm surprised a lot of things are getting canceled because it's this this new variant is running around and just, don't even get don't, don't even try to get yourself sick. Just stay home. You know, got loved ones, have some drinks or whatever your vices are, and have a good time. Stay distant. Six feet, however many feet apart, and just do it safely. You know, don't be out here spending fifty, hundred, up fifty, a hundred upwards dollars just to go party. You go to that all-white white, New Year's Eve party. Man, I see them, 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 flies. They talking <laughs> about fifty dollars to get in. I'm like,
2: no, I'm good. I can have my own fun at home for very much. Cheaper price. Uh, yeah, you can take that same $50, go buy you that super pack of uh, drumettes and a good bottle from the liquor store and be straight for the whole night. Of course. You can have your own little party. <laughs> Eat some wings, watch the ball drop, and go to sleep. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Well, I don't know what the WWE plan is, but... <laughs> well, see, that's a good segue because this is a go-home episode of the Rawcast, meaning that we have a pay-per-view not this Sunday, but on Saturday, uh, tentatively, because uh, as we know in the rest of business, card subject to change. But as of now, it is still on day one, taking place in Atlanta. Uh, the Beagles are going to have a special uh, performance as well, so <laughs> they they rolling out, they pulling out all the stops for this uh, uh, first day of 2022. So that means we got to play a little. Who you got? So with the card that I saw, the most recent card that's formalized, we'll play this game and we'll preview the day one pay per view. So we have a matchup between Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss. All about this damn sword. Move to the underscore. Who you got? Who's in the match? Uh, Drew and Madcap Moss. Oh, I did see that, that, he, he, that um, Corbin um, tricked him in that match. Mm-hmm. This has pre-show written all over it. Yeah, of course it's true. because Right. Next up, SmackDown Tag Team Title Match. We got the Usos, the ones, going up against the New Day in Xavier Woods' hometown of Atlanta. Who you got? Champ. Chance- Chance retain Usos. Usos can't get beat on their own pay per view, can they? Nope. Roman went like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Usos as well. Uh, next matchup for the Raw Women's Championship. We've got Becky Lynch defending the championship against the upstart Liv Morgan. Who you got? She's an upstart. Yeah, she's an upstart. She's been up
0: on the main rock for a few years. So she's, today? A,
2: she's an upstart. She's just getting her first real crack at the top of the card. Who you got? <sighs> head or heart? Head or heart? Live. Oh, he's going with his heart. That means I'm going to go with my head and go with Becky. We play the win here. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, what do you think about the build of this? Have you liked those little vignettes of live as a little girl and stuff, the family photos and the history of her, you know, always wanting to be a superstar or champion? Are, are you feeling it? They're trying to sell it. Are they Are, they, are they reeling you in?
0: I mean, it's cool. If they're doing something. But the thing is, Becky – is well liked and fans want to cheer for her, so this will be a tough sell for for Liv, but I think Liv might could pull this off. All right. Edge versus the Miz. As um Simi calls him, Was he called him Edgerton or yes, something like that? Yes, Edgerton. Yeah. Um this
2: definitely Edge is going to take this one. Edge. I'm going The Miz with a little underhanded tactics from Maurice, and that will lead us to our mixed tag matchup at Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. or might be on Raw because you know how to miss it. Miz will give away a match for free. Well, he's just trying to keep up with Tony Khan, man. And if you can't do it. Nope. can't beat them. Join them. I don't know if, if that be possible. <laughs> WWE Championship matchup. This match is very very tentative at the moment, as we've got Big E suffering from COVID versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins who's suffering from COVID versus Bobby Lashley. we just we just sit home because just to be on a precautionary tip. I thought they got diagnosed with COVID. Seth Rollins, I thought, said he can't. He tested positive. Big E may have been precautionary. I
0: don't know if they wait. Say he said, I don't know. anyway,
2: um, Big E retains. Big E retains. Yeah, I think Big E retains too. We're still getting gearing up towards our Seth Rollins Big E singles match, and uh, this is just another little roadblock before we get there. And then our main event of the evening for the Universal Championship. We have the champion, Roman Reigns, defending against Brock Lesnar. Who you got? This could get spicy. This was a tough one. Mm hmm. Because um. it's a lot of moving parts going on right now? Too many moving parts. Do you think... i asked ask you this question after you answer this and we uh, finish this preview. Um, I'll stick with Roman. Roman, champ retains. I'm going to go the same thing. I'm going to go champ retains as well. I don't see anything major happening at this pay-per-view as far as title changes go. I think it's just uh, a... Little show to try to just uh cash in on the you know wrestling fever that's going to be around the first yeah. of the year at Wrestle Kingdom and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah, Wrestle
0: Kingdom is coming, oh man,
2: it's gonna be a lot, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, three, four nights because uh, I think they're doing New Year's Dash in the Tokyo Dome too. So, um, my question that I want to ask you is with everything that we'll eventually talk about in the Momeltson News segment, I'm sure. Do you think that the Thunderdome is going to make a return? Possibly.
0: It's quite possible. It's quite possible. If they, if, you know, city start saying um, we have to shut down and we can't have, you
2: know, the live sport events, then the Dome will return. Now, see, this is where I thought AEW was very smart by far making that deal with um, Universal Studios because now they got two places that they can go. They can go to Universal yeah. Studios and they can go to Daly's Place if they do have to go it's back good. into a, um, a situation where they have to have a controlled environment uh, for these shows, for this TV to happen. Um, I always thought that that's would have been something that WWE could have done to make like the one place like remember when they used to have raw in the manhattan center back in the day when raw first started and it was like the only place raw went and it made it like like the venue for raw and it was like man i want to go see monday night raw that looks like it's so cool it's in the same building every week you know i think there's an appeal to that that like the ECW arena and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like That that one place where you know that this show takes place each and every week, each and every month, each and every year. I think there's a value to that, to make it be like an attraction, you know what I'm saying? And it's cool to tour and do all that stuff in front of, you know what I'm saying, the different folks in the different communities every week. But I mean, that's what the house shows are for. I, I, I think that if they have to go back to it, they might should consider just doing all their TV from one static location, because I I enjoyed the Thunderdome, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, it showed that they had to um, that they
0: had to think on their feet.
2: Hmm. Very much so. Very much so. Gave some of the um, weaker talkers gave them a chance to, um, you know do their promos and not have people interrupt them and kind of, you know, give them a chance to be heard and find their voice as well. So there's a lot of advantages, I thought, uh, to the Thunderdome. But hopefully we won't have to go back to that situation um, in the near future uh, when it comes to uh, WWE. Uh, The hashtag for Saturday night, we the ones cast and the being like D-A, we the ones cast so use that hashtag on Saturday night share your commentary with color on the day one pay per view from Atlanta I'm pretty sure uh, the part of the show that's going to get the most uh, talk about and most run is going to be the performance of the Migos how they going to pull this off because you know concerts and wrestling don't really mix like that it doesn't. Well, except for when
0: Jackie Day sang it till Longs what it it worked.
2: <laughs> but that really wasn't a concert. That was more like, instead of here comes the bride, here comes, you know, let's just play, let's get married. And I it's mean, that. it's still
0: iconic. We still look, we still, Jeff Hardy still <laughs> is getting hit. <laughs> that was his, the his moment band. right yeah. there.
2: That was the moment when black people fully just took Jeff Hardy in with both arms and was like, he's ours.
0: <laughs> also, I mean I mean concerts do work because um it was a smackdown from like over 10 years ago um Ozzy Osbourne um performed when they was setting this is when they was this is when they was um taping Smackdown on Tuesdays and then um going east the ECW taping afterwards he came out there and performed a couple of songs in the middle of them setting setting up the ring and everything so
2: you know it works. <laughs> okay, well, we'll definitely have to see how it's gonna work uh this Saturday night with the Migos. Uh, maybe they'll have Randy Orton come out and join them on stage or something. I don't know. Uh Speaking, oh,
0: please, <laughs> please, <laughs> that's the case that he come to real be out there. So i on <laughs> Randy and my best friend Migos, and I just want to offset this in one good time,
2: and I'll just be happy. Let's go, man. let's go. Uh, so we start with Monday Night Raw. Here's our recap. Here comes RK Bro for a promo. Riddle's in a party hat. He's talking about how the team had a good year, but Randy Orton won't read a Christmas card. Orton wants to beat Otis right now to make sure he has a good new year, but Riddle wants to look forward to the future. Next year could see them patent B- brogert. Last week, Riddle was thinking about the future and thought he turned into a viper, but Orton doesn't want to hear about it. Instead, he asked to see a clip from last week, which has Riddle wondering what Orton means by production truck. Anyway... Otis might be non-RKOable so here's the Alpha Academy to come out to discuss this Chad Gable brags about his recent master's degree and doesn't like that and doesn't like being booed. Riddle tells him to be quiet because Riddle considers himself a man of higher education that has Orton please, as does Riddle wanting to face Gable right now so Chad Gable versus Matt Riddle a lot goes on, but Riddle is out in a hurry with a jumping knee to the face. The floating bro finishes off Chad Gable. Uh oh, God. good exhibition. Well, it was it was a cool match. I will say that. That's all you got? Sounds like you had a lot more it was you were cool disgruntled.
0: No, it was a cool match. I said myself in the live tweet yesterday, so you know. <laughs> We we really talk about that. Well, the, but, I mean, they, they had because you know they have they have these two you know, matches for them to, for them the wrestle they wrestled this weekend. So, oh, did we even say um um Randy and um uh, oh we can do that after we can do that
2: afterwards. Yeah. So Otis took we, on Randy. We left, we left match off. I left a match off. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. Street profits. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we revealed that. Okay, Otis versus Randy Orton. The hanging DDT plants Otis, but a third RKO attempt is countered into a world's strongest slam. The Vader bomb misses, though, and the RKO connects, and Randy Orton beats Otis. He put him through the ring, though. Yeah, they made Otis look very, 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 very strong the past two weeks. And uh, I can appreciate that. It's been about time. Yeah. Since they made him next. shave off all his hair and put on that awful singlet.
0: He's not he's not being goofy no more, so <laughs> next
2: up, next one is docky. Uh post match, Riddle wants to give Orton his present. Uh we <laughs> get the big hug with Orton, teasing the RKO. Riddle is thrilled yeah, and race. celebrates as Orton leaves.
0: Like I said, that's the um that's the equivalent of a Marvel um, end credit scene. <laughs> uh, he was ready. He he was really gonna get it. He was like, "Yeah." But once that that either he gonna get RKO or Riddle's gonna, gonna turn on him. Riddle be, like, be like, "It's about damn time." It would be something if it was a riddle. That would be the that that would be the wild card because we almost but the thing is we almost expect Randy to turn on him, but the real turn on them then that'd be something different. and We would that'd be something
2: that a lot of folks wouldn't have seen coming. Same thing that happened with uh, Sasha and Bailey. It's like you know we took we, we expected Sasha to turn on Bailey for so long, and then it was Bailey that turned on Sasha. and we so were like, what? It. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like dang we never seen it coming. Bailey said, "Got your big Shane. That was it. Uh, Kevin Owens is ready to talk about what happened last week, but we get a message from Big E who promises to retain the title after getting back to himself. He knows he is worth more and didn't come this far to just come. He didn't come this far just uh, for him to lose, and you have to feel that. Owens says, Big E is wrong and says, this is his own story. Everything is coming together, and he'll win the title at day one. And he calls the interviewer Bert instead of Kevin Patrick. Mm. Anything you want to add there? Big E preaching that sermon?
0: No. He wasn't named, so it's like whatever.
2: Yep. The ship is still sailing across the Atlantic containing Veer Mahan. Apparently it has not sunk. He is still coming to WWE. Monday Night Raw. Even though he was even though he was already dead, but hey Amen. He's already dead. These international travels is difficult these days. Like I say, he's taking the scenic route. <laughs> um and all you need to know about the level of star power that this Monday night raw contained. Dana Brooke and Reggie are teaming up to go against Tamina and R Truth. Everything breaks down and Reggie grabs a victory roll on R-Truth and he spiked R-Truth into the mat for the pin. Uh, Yeah, hopefully R-Truth is okay. Uh, After the match, Tamina goes after R-Truth, but Dana Brooke makes the save. Uh, Fashion cast, what the hell was Reggie wearing? We do not know.
0: (laughs) I think Vince probably told him He Prince probably told him, you know, weigh this, and
2: Reggie probably was too scared to say no, so he just said, "Okay." People have got to tell Vince McMahon no when he makes. He wasn't flipping. He wasn't flipping. He wasn't flipping like he normally does. So I wouldn't. I mean, you know, what's the worst he's gonna do? Fire you if you say no. Bury you. Put you on um, main event. Ricochet. Ricochet's not on main event no more because he's on SmackDown. Oh, excuse me, he done moved up in the world. Sorry, it's Mustafa. Lee still on main him. event? I haven't seen him in a while. Who? Mustafa? Is he still on main event? Um, no,
0: he's um, they have nothing for him. He he has um, his um, oh, him his, made- his wife have latest um, their daughter, I believe. That's Uh, even worse.
2: Creative has nothing for you. So he's hanging out with With Eddie Kingston. (sighs) Mm. (laughs) Nikki Ash is feeling confident and issues the challenge for herself and Rhea Ripley against Queen Zelina and Carmella for the women's tag team titles. Uh, We get a video on the love triangle between Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns, and Brock over on SmackDown. And then uh, what we mentioned before that we need to add to our Who You Got we have the finals of the RK Bro tournament as we have the Mysterios taking on the Street Profits winner getting a Raw Tag Team title shot at day one. The double 619 only half hits and Rey is sent hard to the floor. That leaves Dominant to get caught in the Doomsday Blockbuster from the Street Profits and they get the win and they earn the right to face RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team titles. So at this point, Mr. Moe to the underscore Reese. Who you got? Street Profits or RK Bro? Golden cool Profits. See, you out here with your with your with your heart again and not your head. So what? I mean You think this is gonna be the, the match that leads to the friction and the dissension? Possibility. I'm going with the chance, Ratana. I'm sure you are
0: because you want to win. I want winners. And also, also, Montez Ford doing his best um, quality leather cops
2: playing. Yeah, some people say he looked like Big Sean. A lot of, but he really looked like Kawhi yeah. um, Leonard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was, I saw quite a little Leonard, but the, the, the braids do give off Big Sean vibes. Is giving big shit. giving boy energy. <laughs> and then um, what that Ms. V said? She said um, he's not going to throw him through the. Um, we kept. He said he's not going to throw him through the barbershop window. He's going to throw him out the company. I was like, <laughs>
2: shit. <laughs> that true. That's true. That's your boy. She talking about.
0: I know, like I said, like I say, if he gets released, I'm just posting the the the. Um, the TikTok of me, and he—he was in my TikTok, and I'm just like I'm being
2: warned because that's my dude. <laughs> we get a video on AJ Styles and Amos, uh, their breakup. Uh, the Miz is not happy with the flowers uh, as he's getting ready for his wedding vow renewal uh, hey, with build, Maurice. He is, however, happy with the guest officiant. Easy E himself, <laughs> y'all. Eric Bischoff, who promises to make this must see TV. Now,
0: I, I the last time we saw Bischoff on TV, he was on the other channel, and this is when I believe they were doing the question, they were doing the debate thing, him mm-hmm. um, Cody and Anthony Gogo, go Gogo. And then look who pops up on Monday Night Raw. And I'm just like, sir, really? <laughs> All people they could have been efficient. or oh, could have been I was going to say it could have been um the Brother Love, but Bruce Richard's having a um, health issue right now. So Oh, this been at the shows. What he got uh is it his heart too? I don't know. They was saying they thought they would like people were saying it for COVID, but they say his has been lingering, so
2: Oh well, I'm sorry to hear that about Bruce. Yeah. Hopefully it's not. He's supposed
0: to be on vacation. He's supposed to vacation, going to Mexico. But I guess um, his it might have got his trip might have got cut short. But he had been, he hasn't been at the show, so we'll we'll hear something eventually. All right, All right. Yeah. But I was just like, I was off." I
2: was just like, "This is funny." <laughs> Here's AJ Styles for promo, and he wants to know where Almos is. He has been around for 20 years and he's seen them come and go. But NXT's Grayson Waller's in the front row, and he's mocking AJ Styles. AJ has him get in the ring where Waller says, Mondays feel right. Maybe he can take AJ's spot when Almos is done with them. AJ says, Let's get this over with because Waller isn't a star. But here come Commander Aziz and Apollo Crews. Since Amos isn't here tonight, AJ can fight Cruz's giant instead. Um, uh, this was, this was served no purpose. You have a wallet in
0: the ring and nothing. And AJ, someone introduced him to the WWE universe and nothing. Like, what was the purpose of having him
2: on the show? Made him look very insignificant, for sure. Uh, Say cool. again? It made Grayson Waller look very insignificant. It
0: did. And, and I was like, You're doing this for what? Because somebody said, Yeah, yeah I promote NXT. And I'm like, Again.
2: What? You already ripped it away from us, the things that we know and love. You would never do this with any of the people that we cared about from the old NXT. You'd never have them come and crash Raw or SmackDown yep. in this manner. So. Now
0: would they, they, they be holding down, they'd be holding down on their own. They mm-hmm. wouldn't have to worry about promoting him. And now this that, two shit.
2: Yeah. That's
0: why I don't watch it. I haven't watched it in a couple weeks.
2: You gotta at least watch New Year's Evo next week though. <sighs> so you can see the, anyway. the crowning of the of the new champion. who 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 Like my Steiner impression. I'm the uh, kind of man Carmella accepts the women's tag team title shot um, she accepts the match from Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash because that means Nikki Ash will have to be involved at some point Nikki is almost second best or almost a good tag team partner but Carmella and Zelina aren't almost going to retain their titles nothing to add okay AJ Styles versus Apollo Cruz. Cruz is a Death Valley driver to knock Styles silly for a two count. The superplex is broken up. They go into a pinfall reversal sequence that leads into AJ Styles hitting the Styles Clash to get the win over Apollo Cruz. After the match, Commander Aziz goes after AJ Styles as well, but he gets taken down by AJ. Um, Apollo so Cruz... Apparently that match was supposed to happen tonight? Huh? Apparently...
0: Um, currently,
2: um, what's the boy name? Um, AJ. And, um, and that almost, happened tonight. It happened on Monday night. Right? Oh right. Almost after yeah, they said almost home, home, home or almost flew home, there. right? Yeah, they said he, he he was he was sent home. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, we'll talk about it here in the Mo Melts segment coming up, but. It's been a difficult couple of days for the uh, Fed, as uh, Anwar Starlin likes to call them. Uh, Seth Rollins, he's at home in a purple suit. He says Kevin Owens can take credit for last week, but Rollins will take the title at day one. So here's Kevin Owens for M ring promo. Um, Kevin Owens talks about what a great time he has been having lately, from an amazing Christmas, Christmas with his family to beating Edge in Madison Square Garden. In the main event. He says he won. Don't bother looking it up. Take his word for it. He says he's the only <laughs> member of the four-way match here tonight, and that gives him a huge advantage. Owens loves watching Big E and Bobby Lashley fight while he and Seth Rollins are like this. He'll win the title on Saturday, but here's MVP to in- interrupt. MVP is looking forward to Bobby Lashley setting Owens up at day one because Lashley has a message for Owens. MVP reads from his phone, but Owens doesn't think Lashley actually wrote it. Owens tells him to text Lashley that he's going to win, but MVP insults Kevin Owens' mom. Owens says, my mother says I'm special. So, here comes Cedric and Shelton out, and they come beside MVP. MVP doesn't know why they're here. They know Lashley can't win on his own, so they're here to help take Owens out. Owens says, let's get this over with, so they can text Lashley about reforming the Hurt Business. So, that leads us into Kevin Owens versus Cedric Alexander. They head outside with Owens being sent into the barricade, setting up a springboard down with Spyro for a two-count back inside. Owens strikes that off and hits the pop-up power bomb, setting up the stunner to get the win over Cedric Alexander. After the match, Shelton Benjamin tries to go after Kevin Owens, but he catches a stunner as well. Yep. Hurt business. Out here. Oh, it's said the way... Her business out here volunteering and, and getting beat the fuck up. It's not cool.
0: So, happy we thought you, thought you could have your boy back, but y'all get
2: your to kick too. Um, you feel this? I mean, it feels like they are trying to build Kevin Owens up to be a really, really big deal right now. You feel that? Do you feel the the momentum behind this Kevin Owens push right now? I see it. I thought it was going to be Seth, but the more that I'm listening to Kevin Owens and seeing how the people are reacting and seeing the the promo time that he's getting, I'm thinking I'm starting to think, lean more towards Kevin Owens. He sold his soul to Vince McMahon for a couple more years, so <laughs> stayed away from the dark side, so. Got to get rewarded, right? For well, elevation. <laughs> uh, We recap Damian Priest snapping last week, setting up his United States title defense against Dolph Ziggler. Damian Priest cuts promo. He says he likes having his violence take over, even if he is facing Dolph Ziggler. United States title match, Damian Priest defending against Ziggler. The Broken Arrow gets two, but Ziggler is back with a quick DDT. That's not enough to finish Priest, so Ziggler slaps him in the face. You don't slap Damien Priest in the face because he snaps and beats the tar out of Ziggler in the corner, and that is enough for disqualification. Yep. So basically, Damian Priest is um, Bill Bixby. Pretty much. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when i'm angry nope um so it's time for ms maurice to renew their wedding vows with eric bischoff officiating ms comes to the ring and does his best titles to o'neill as he trips his way up the steps maurice comes out in the wedding dress and they are both looking happy as happy as the ms can be in a place like detroit though Maurice praises Miz for being a great father and husband before asking if she will continue being, if he will continue being her husband. Miz is like, should I? Of course he will, and then recites his vows in French, or at least he tries because he needs help from Maurice, and he slips into a little Spanish. Maurice tells him to just do it in English, so he praises her again, including their fireworks-inducing lovemaking. She will continue to be his wife, too, so Bischoff goes to wrap it up he says, we know how this is going to end, though. And here comes Edge to interrupt. Edge talks about how he was getting sick listening to those vows and can't wait to crush Miz at day one. Miz calls it true love with Maurice and kisses her, so Edge tells them to get a room. Edge promises to embarrass Miz on Saturday, but then starts looking around. Miz isn't sure what is going on, but Edge is just messing with them. Hold on, though. They did want this to be a white wedding, right? And we get the the brood music, and there's the black bloodbath to end the show. The end. Yep. So, there you go. The COVID is running rampant through our locker room edition of Monday Night Raw. Yep. So, your uh, final thoughts and recap of this week's show, sir, our go-home show to day one. Um,
0: Try not to fall asleep while watching the show, folks. That's all I got.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is a rough spot for them to be in, um, you know, with so many of the main characters for this day one pay-per-view on the raw side, not being able to be on the show physically. Uh they did the best they could with interviews and promos from uh remote locations to at least, you know, have them have a presence. But um definitely not the same as the live interaction amongst the four men in the main event for sure. Didn't get any big Becky Lynch and Live blow off segment. Um So there's a couple of big matches right there. They got hurt by not having one more Monday Night Raw to build up uh, the match. But uh, they did the best they could, and you definitely have to commend them for that with the trying circumstances. Uh, You know, that's that's going through uh, the locker room right now. So we'll see what we get come Saturday. Um, Hopefully there will be enough of the main event players uh, healthy enough to participate, and they won't have to – cancel or give us a different show than they've built up for the past uh, few weeks so at this point it is time for everybody's favorite part of this show the Mo Meltzer news segment um, things happen <laughs> it's the D.D. Jonay r- r- version
0: yeah it's the D.D. Jonay version um, like I said, folks hit by COVID. A lot of, um, people got sent, a lot of the wrestlers got sent home from the, the WWE live tour. I think they picked up some more with some more tapings, with some more live shows. Uh, and then they come to Baltimore, I want to say tomorrow. No, I'm not going because, fuck that. Um, Yeah, so um, One thing I want to say real quick um, Apparently um, Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela Had a banger of a no DQ match On Dark Elevation And this is why I'm saying Tony Khan Why the fuck did you put this on The main show
2: Actually you could Maybe put it, be- it on Rampage Would have been okay on Rampage Would have been on Major TV Rampage now, I'm like, why is
0: it on YouTube? I'm like, come on now. you wasting these good feuds on the YouTube shit, Um As I said earlier, Bruce Pritchard um, is a little for health issue. Um, he was one of the t- several top executives that missed this week's Raw, including Vince McMahon. Um, he said he's been. There's no like rules of like specifics, but he was sick a few weeks back and he missed some shows. And they said like the shows wasn't the typical Bruce Pritchard run show. So the well, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard vibes of late. Like, so Hope, hopefully, I was well with him and he's back at it. Um. Wow, so I ain't gonna talk about that. I'll leave that for you to send me.
2: Is it? You may want to though because I don't know if I if I have it on my radar yet. So bring it up to me, and I'll bring it up to her. Oh, so basically, um, Riddle is going to be on New Year's Eve. With oh yeah, Walter. Yeah, 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 yeah. They set that up tonight. So here's another thing.
0: <laughs> so there So you always see that the v- vignette saying Veer Mahan is coming to um, Monday Night Raw They have no plans for him
2: He's traveling by Steam Locomotive They have no plans for him They said before the, the
0: WWE had no significant plans in place for Veer Mahan when they bring in Aaron Vignettes for the official RAW re-debut back in
3: October.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna keep te- te- keep telling the people you're coming until we figure out what the hell we're gonna do with it. And so far, he's had wins on main event that show that you
0: will watch over Cedric Alexander, John Morrison, and T-Bar.
2: Yeah, that's the same way I feel about Dark Elevation. Sorry, know they putting on some really good stuff over there. It don't come on my regularly scheduled television right here. So, he so, yeah, I don't have time to be certain. Search- I, I'm barely making it through all the wrestling we got going on on a weekly basis as is, let alone trying to search out some more that's not yeah. New Japan. Mm-mm. Sorry, right. can't do it. Um, Goldberg reveals he needs shoulder the surgery. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe it'll keep him from wrestling next year. He was on Pat
0: McAfee's show, and he said that he was real. He needed surgery on his shoulder, but he's not going to get it done. He's going to wait until his career is done.
2: No, oh, so that means he's going to get one more match. Damn.
0: Well, he's, I think he still has one, probably one year left on his contract.
2: Shit. Something we wouldn't get this, I know. have to I know. deal with Goldberg in the summer, leading into the, you know, October. Um, Money stuff. No, Bret Hart
0: has no love, has no love for this man at all. <laughs> Bret Hart rated him a Bret Hart bring him a zero. <laughs> it's like,
2: ooh. Bret Hart is still mad. Hey man, Bret, every time Bret Hart walks and and you know tries to pick up glasses you know. and things and, and can't grip them the way that he would like to, yeah, I'm pretty sure he thinks about Bill Goldberg a lot of times in a day. I remember the early days of Boccia Mania.
0: they used to um show like shoot interviews with the wrestlers and they was and the wrestlers was basically who Wrestle Goldberg was saying how dangerous he was in the ring, and they would say go back and look at the match and you would see he would do a move on them and I think it was I wanna say LaPalker, the original LaPalker. He they, they, I think they was talking about the match they had and they said that he kicked him like, the way he kicked them and it just kind of just like he went like a pocket and he went like didn't, he didn't fall the normal way or something like that but Goldberg I mean yes, Goldberg was a big attraction but that man was in the careers injury injuring folks left and right
2: the hey man for that 45 seconds to minute and a half though it was the most exciting thing in WCW. He was, unfortunately, and I used to sit there and watch it
0: because,
2: hey man, there was only it was uh it was the biggest debate in high school and freshman year in college: who's better, Stone okay. Cold or Goldberg? So.
0: Um, I mentioned this in the live and our, in our spaces yesterday, but Keith Lee, um, so Keith Lee was trending yesterday and I was like, okay, what was going on with Keith Lee? So, um, as I said, the fan had tweeted that he would, he would watch WWE in hopes that they would bring Keith Lee, if they were to bring Keith Lee back. So Keith Lee said, um, WWE has made enough money off his name since he's been released. And he said, yeah, he said, you should probably stop that then. They
2: made enough money off my name since I've been gone. Mm. Got no love he, for Vince. Got, probably got a lot of love for Triple H. No love for Vince. Yeah.
0: And it's just, I don't know, I'm still, another thing I'm disappointed about. No, just see him.
2: There could be a whole generation, a whole big old swath of wrestling talent, very talented people that don't have a very high estimation of Vince McMahon, but think quite highly of Triple H. That is weird. That's going to be weird. Like five years from now, when Vince doesn't run the company anymore and Triple H is wherever he's at, and these people talk about, well, let's talk about your time in WWE. It's like, well, it has to be two separate times because I enjoyed my time in NXT. My time on the main roster sucked. That's true. Yeah.
0: So, um... So, apparently, another thing with Vid. So, you know how, um... They were, um a Punk was saying Sin Hook in regards to um, the son.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That kind of took off. So um, I guess on Twitter the WWE used Sin Veer in a way of trolling or whatever. Taz thought it was funny but I'm
2: like It doesn't make you that cool if you do it second. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, they got you. Cool. Don't try to, like, come back and be second and make up your own thing because it never looks as cool. Right. Um, Tony
0: Khan, um, so he was saying, you have three-fourths of the Undisputed Era back in... Um,
2: AEW? With, with AEW. Yeah.
0: Now, I'm trying to think. Was they off? Was those three Red Dragon?
2: No, that's, Dragon, or... that's just Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish.
0: Okay, What well, he was saying, I know Kyle O'Reilly tweeted that uh, Red Dragon is back, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. Just kind of just it is I was listening to the local, my local wrestling podcast here, and he was talking about, do you think this would be a win for WWE if you know you see the success of. How Bobby and Adam Cole (laughs) take off in AEW, and I would say they're not really homegrown WWE guys. They just were top guys in NXT Mm
2: -hmm. for a minute. Yeah, I don't know if that. Yeah, I'm like I'm with you. I don't know if that is a endorsement for WWE or not if they come over to another program and are successful. You know, I, I think that has a lot to do with the way the other program is going to present them. Has to do with the way the guys themselves, um, what they do it all depends with on the, how the presentation. How this is play out. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. It all
0: depends on how this is going to play out because if if it's going to be Adam, um, Bobby, and Kyle, and then the Young Bucks feel some kind of way and then Will they, will they get taken out, and then will they um, be on the shelf, and then they come back? You know, they. I mean, I'm just saying. AEW. I mean, for NXT, those three, with, with they with they had they had the they had on lock when it was with with the company. Them and Rob, had Roger Strong with them too. Shit was on lock. clank. clink <laughs>
2: Yeah, definitely a great yep. period in professional wrestling. Um, the black I mean, it'll be considered, I think, when you go back and you look back at it, the black and gold era at NXT, starting with that arrival pay-per-view where Kevin Owens powerbombed Sami Zayn on the side of the mat after he won the title. From that sure. period up until probably midway 2020 before we realize they were about to change everything that's going to be looked at kind of like the same way cracker promotions is looked at from like 85 to like 88 it's like it's just this window of time small window of time in in history where there's so much good stuff packed in such a short amount of time and people are going to be talking about that 20 30 years from now, like, oh, you remember when Sasha and Bailey tore it up in Brooklyn? Oh, you remember when Adam Cole uh tore it up in War Games? Oh, you remember when DIY and you when Adam Cole, when Adam Cole debuted in <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn? Yeah, oh, you remember when
0: DIY I that. and, I was, and... That other day, I was like, man, Drew just won the title from Andrade, I believe, and then mm-hmm. next thing you know, you see. Kyle and Bobby Fish just outside looking at him. Next thing you know, crowds start getting start getting loud. Next thing you know, Mauro Ronaldo's like, That's Adam Cole. Was <laughs> that Nigel getting Sams? It's Adam Cole. <laughs> Adam yeah. Cole came in there beat the brakes off of him. I was like,
3: Ooh.
2: Yeah, so this, this is. <laughs> it's just going to be a window of time that wrestling fans. You when know, I look back on it, and just be like, damn, that NXT from 2015 to 2019 you know, for sure, that four-year window of time, it's like NXT was our shit, my shit, you know? So,
0: speaking of Adam Cole, so, um, Killer Cross, a.k.a. Carry Cross, and Scarlet Bordeaux, um, they joined. They were one of the latest all uh, sessions with Renee Paquet We talk about their year and a half run with WWE NXT.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So they said that um, they learned about their release uh, when they were driving to the airport. It was November fourth. They were driving to the airport, and she said that Scarlett says that Carrie was well, Killer Cross was driving her off at the Newport New York airport. Um, and she was like We just got the phone call She said I just remember being Are you fucking serious Are you serious And it was funny He got the call five minutes after The first day he looks over and says Thank, thank God Thank God it's just not just you The both of us at least
2: So Yeah I thought, it, I thought um, they were going to um, finally so she
0: she was it. So, so she said the reason why she wasn't medically cleared.
2: Mm. I thought they were going to come to uh revelation that, yes, Adam Cole halted his whole run with one promo. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> no.
0: But no, but that's what we all say. That's that's what that's what we all say when we look at. We
2: know it's the truth. It ain't what we all say. I mean, the truth is the truth, bro. We we know. We I mean I'm just saying he got that ring and buried that man, correctly. <laughs> that's one of the he hardest promos for ever. He
0: said, "You know what they do for Adam Cole? They ring the freaking bell." And I'm like, and, and we were just like, that was the funeral right there. We were just like. But departed, <laughs> <laughs> and then he got caught up the Raw with the the ugly, the mask, and the whatever else he had going.
2: Hell yeah! Once they stripped Scar- uh, Scarlet away from him, it, it was over. It was over. It was definitely over. But yeah, that's still one of the hardest promos in the history of professional wrestling. It's like, damn. Yeah. It just, you just ended a man's whole championship run, his credibility with a whole crowd and fan base and company with one promo. And one promo. and neither one of y'all work for the company anymore. WWE is the weirdest place on earth. Well, one guy released, that one contract
0: was up and he was not resigning.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was like, man, I'm out of this. He was like, Triple H, y'all done gave this man heart problems and y'all done took over the 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 entity and and he's like nah i see this writing on the wall y'all want me to uh allegedly be a manager for keith lee okay you cut my hair no <laughs> because it
0: changed his name too because you know they can't be two coals on the main roster and i'm like he don't even wrestle though. <laughs> we, can, we can differentiate between Adam Cole and Michael Cole with our eyes closed. You know, we can we can we can separate those two. But um, yeah, so that's what that was about. Um, that's just, uh, but so we'll we'll see when it end up next. Don't know. I'm just saying, like somebody needs to start a new promotion and sign a lot of these guys and just and girls too, and just say, "Hey, we want to start something new." I wanna be Triple H, but they were saying, "Bob, have read something else." They said Triple H is a company man; he's not going to leave. And I was like, "He a fool if he don't." <laughs> you can start. A new, you can start a promotion. Get the TV
2: and get a TV time and, you know. A promotion um, ran by Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Road Dog, That would be a chart. Vince
0: will, Vince will definitely have a heart attack. <laughs> um, but um, one last, one final thing. Um, so, there's been a lot of talk. About AJ, they fans when AJ Lee to come back to wrestle, and CM Punk was like, he he knows that he doesn't really want her to come back because she had to get into shape, and she would have to. Um, he likes her. He likes her. I guess her thickness that she's acquired.
3: Over
0: <laughs> He's got like her thickness. Like, oh, he had got her fattened up. But you know, it's a it's a, it's a it's a it's a new women's promotion that probably um, was CBS a Viacom that she's supposed to be a producer with.
2: Mm, okay, yeah, I, I read about that. She, uh, she supposed to be she supposed to be a producer with. So you never know; never she may that. decide to have a one off, one off yeah. match. You know, yeah. See but... him punk like now, nah, man. I've been working over a decade to get into this to this plumpness. Y'all ain't going to take it away because y'all want to see her do some <laughs> 15 minutes worth of uh, work in the ring. Uh-uh.
0: Either let me do the wrestling, let me just go on to my <laughs> smoking out life.
2: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Yeah. Well, at least you're um, being honest about it. Well, It, so huh? it was uh, um, a couple of deaths. Well, I know, um, well, one in particular, um, it was an indie wrestler so I can find his name. Um, and he wrestled with uh, GCW.
2: We celebrated the, well, we honored, came to the one year anniversary of Brody Lee passing away this week. Yeah, that was that's you know I see a
0: lot of people um, speak out. He, they, I think they go you they said the dark order can never go heel um again because of um because of of Broly Lee passing away and everything.
2: It might be that? tough. It probably be tough. Yeah, it'd be real tough. Especially with them with negative one parading around with them. It, it, yeah, it's it's hard to, for them to go heel, man. That's the reason why they yeah. they switched them over and tried to hang had them running with Adam Page because they realized it's like the people don't want I these was, people. The only rest I was talk about is Marcus Crane. He was thirty three. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, rest yeah. in peace to him. Uh, shout out to his friends and family for you know tragic situation right here uh, at the holiday time. It's always tough to lose a loved one um, at this point in the year. Anytime, but especially during the holidays. So listen, real quick.
0: So i, I came up, so Kevin Owens had an interview with a French Canadian podcast and he was asking them about the NXT two and the change from the former from the formula from the former formula or whatnot. So Kevin Owens said today's NXT is very different from the NXT I was a part of to the point I believe it should have a totally different name. And I think it's better or worse, it's just too different. So when I'm watching NXT, I don't see that NXT I was a part of. It's not the same thing. It's a little bit like Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor of old of old days and the Ring of Honor now. It's not the same. Mm. And he says he's watching two completely different products. And he put himself in the mindset when he was at NXT and the mindset that they have bad nails is completely different. He said he's just he don't fail um any attachment to NXT now. And mm. it's totally true because it's not the same.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not the same. It's definitely not the same. Um, You know, they've definitely taken a big step back in in in-ring quality and just overall show quality by trying to get back to the original roots of what the brand was meant to be for um, instead of...
0: of The average
2: age is like 60 60 years old who watches the show. And I'm like, this is not... You know why? Because they wanted to see Wrestling Wrestling. And NXT used to be your Wrestling Wrestling show. It didn't have as much talking and as much obvious scripting as Raw and SmackDown. So I think people who want more action... Packed presentation. We're drawn to NXT. This is why people watch the AEW. True,
0: very true. aew AEW has its fuck ups as well. It's just a totally different product. Yeah. Anyway, it,
2: it looks more fun. To be honest with
0: you. Anyway, this is the last. Anyway, this is the last uh, broadcast of the year. Um I wanna thank everyone for rocking with us who listen on whatever platform you can listen on. Um it's been a great ride. I always enjoy talking with Dawn. We you know, we we, we stumble through these shows almost every week and you know hopefully twenty twenty two will bring something new and fresh by Holly Dowl because Vince Man is still in there and raw is a shit show. And we watch and we watch and talk about it so you don't have to.
2: <laughs> Mo and Don go through that so you ain't got to go through that. Yeah. Yes, I have enjoyed each and every Tuesday night and sometimes Wednesday that I have uh talked with you Mo about Monday night raw. You definitely have been a trooper because you have definitely gotten the short end of the review stick when it comes to nxt and smackdown uh for most of this year so i definitely appreciate your dedication and your commitment and consistency uh to doing this podcast so it was uh, my facebook memories and i
0: think i did an episode it was an episode i did with um i think today was an episode i did with y'all and i was like i posted it and i said spoiler yeah it was the um it was a WrestleCast episode two seventeen holidays and headlocks, <laughs> and I was like, "Spoiler alert! I'm on this episode." <laughs> so this was like, um, this was three years ago. So this, I wasn't even full. I was just, you know, doing this. At this time, I, I, I was appearing more regularly. Than, you know, he was
2: just like, "Hey, you able to come to the show?" And I was like, "Yep, yeah, I come." <laughs> Um, any more shout outs and thank yous before I wrap this up?
0: Um, just shout out to everybody, you know, we was in the space that I enjoyed talking with y'all in the spaces. You know, we talk, we we get out of wrestling, frustration's out, we laugh, we we joke. You know, it was a great it's a great time, being in there just just talking with you guys, you know. Yeah, it it's, it's a great time. So with everybody was in there, you know, black Marvel, Black, who's the other one again? Black, Black Howling. Black Howling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one who I get is there. I said, Who's the other one? You like, I know it's two blacks. You know what I'm saying? Black Marvel, I know that one. And he was like, Black Howling <laughs> Um Kyle Miss V
2: Jubula Um, shout out to her, Julia J Um, Madame Lassette. Uh oh, we have to give Madame Lizette her props. Uh, her and my friend BJ are in the, in the finals of the WrestleCast Fantasy Football League. So, from what, a 0 and 3 start to in the final game of yeah, I'm the
0: making, I'm making 500.
2: League. So, congratulations to her. Congratulations to BJ. They've got two weeks here, the last two weeks of the season, to find out who's going to be the first ever WrestleCast Fantasy Football League champion.
0: Hey, I'm making 500. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, um, trying to make it over 500 <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh but yeah shout
0: out to everybody um, Anwar Terry's boy Jay Simi um, Mel because Mel gets shutouts uh, Magnum Prime Greg um, Sam hope you feel better Didi, who's looking very fine this holiday season um, yeah anybody else who's down with us and the label staff and crew shout out to you
2: uh just the same thing mo said just thank you to everybody who's listened to us uh in 2021 it's been a very trying year hopefully these podcasts reach you guys at a place and uplift your spirits and bring you a little bit of joy and bring a smile to your face for the few minutes of entertainment that we can provide each and every week um so we definitely appreciate everybody supporting us through the hashtag through the spaces the patreon page patreon.com forward slash cspn um clicking on cspn.us doing uh, any type of shopping with our sponsors um any listen any review any rating you've ever given the podcast this year we definitely appreciate each and everyone listening and being a part of the cspn uh this past year so we we're looking forward to 2022 and we will be talking with y'all in the new year. So remember, on Saturday, January 1st, use the hashtag we Ones cast to share your commentary with color on the day one pay-per-view originating from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: So, one more thing. Yes. One more thing. Um, I know it's a rest of the podcast, but um, still
2: rest in peace to um, John oh, yeah, 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 we got it. We can't. Can't give a, can't leave here without giving a big shout out to John Madden, the pioneer. Yeah, no, know, you know,
0: I mean, I've, I you know we're a wrestling podcast, but we would be remiss if we, you know, didn't pay respect to John Madden because even though in the middle, Mister playing wrestling, you know, r- video games, we find a lot of us fired up some Madden, and we've had some, um, some, some classic matchups on, on these Madden um, systems these um, engines and everything. I had posted the one, the, um, the 2004, the one where Michael Vick made the cover in that game. That one. <laughs>
2: yeah, we used to make a rule that you couldn't play with Atlanta.
0: Exactly. That was the rule. You could not play with Atlanta because Michael
2: Vick was a damn cheat code. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you could never play man-to-man defense because nope. all anybody would do is just run all streaks and then break contain and just run – you can never play spy because whoever you had playing spy was never fast enough. So you'd always have to play like diamond nickel defense to have as many small fast guys on the field. And it still wasn't good enough. <laughs> he was just a, a
0: menace in that game. And that one, like you said, you cannot play with Atlanta. Like like that's the rule. Can't play with Atlanta. They're like, Why not? Because <laughs> Vicks, the QB, and we already know what you're going to do. <laughs> right, yeah.
2: This was well before it was cool to just run with your quarterback. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, Bruce, he's a young man, you know.
0: You know, It. it's just, you know, unfortunately, you know, he passed away. Don't know what was the um, reason, but, you know, everybody in the sports world was reaching out and giving Seneca doses. You know, like I said, that was just the thing, man, was out. I didn't play Madden in years though because I didn't like to have the change in the game. I mean I understand you have to improve on your game and everything, but I didn't like the feel of it. And one thing I like about the early the early like the Madden's ninety twos, ninety threes, um, when you got hit and your your player was out, that ambulance came on the field. <laughs> and if you and if your man was if you, if your players was in the way you got hit by that ambulance, they got ran over to <laughs> Yeah, you got hit by an ambulance. You got, you got hit. You got hurt. That ambulance came
2: out there and called it you off. That was all she wrote. <laughs> there was a, there was once this game called Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. Yes. I thought that was the best football game I would ever play in my life. And nope. then Mad 93 came out. And it was still kind of a challenge there all until the most important game maybe in the history of video games, Mad 95. On Sega Genesis Yes
0: I had, a, I, had a, um, I had a neighbor um, and, um, He used to let me hold his Genesis And I would be playing Mad 95 Killing it He let me hold Genesis sometimes And I would just be killing it But um, yeah It was just like That, that changed the game Because I was a technical Bowl person Guy you know Playing technical Bowl, Technical Bowl, Super Bowl All yeah, that Yeah You know Madden came out and it was just like one NES, I mean on Super, super uh, Nintendo and Sega Genesis and that
2: was all she wrote. There's only one game that's ever really ever challenged the supremacy of Madden. That's NFL. Game? Yeah, no. NFL 2K uh, NFL 2K5 or what became
0: Oh Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the 2K, they had yeah. the NFL Yeah. And, you know the old game day. Um.
2: Yep, the OESPN game day engine. Yeah, the yeah, 90- but- but yeah. I loved about the game day, and what I loved about two K is that you could pick your defensive front, and then you picked your coverage on defense. Yeah. That was so much of a game changer because you could, you know, you did you weren't, you could mix and match your, you know, sense of if they're running to the outside, you could slant your line and still run your blitzes. Whereas in Madden, it's you just kind of like, oh my guys are going to stunt. I don't really want them to stunt, but I like this blitz so. I'm going to have to just do the stunt where you can, have,
0: you can have multiple, you can have multiple NFL games, but then that players association got that license.
2: And the next thing you know, yeah. <laughs> I said, ah, ah, ah. you know, EA sports was the first year that Madden didn't sell like a million copies or something like that. And they was like, Oh no, we can't be sharing the spotlight. Right. So they was like, if we, it
0: was like, we do this, we gotta, um, you can't you got no compete cards for
2: and it kind of killed all the other games. Yeah. 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 But uh, RIP to John Madden, man. I spent a lot of my youth learning the game of football, listening to John Madden. Uh, oh, s- man. Sundays that's 4 hey, 4 pack some road. Yeah, man. RFK Stadium to watch Washington play Philly or the Giants or, you know, having them play, uh, you know, one of the other NFC teams that were good, San Francisco at the time, Chicago playoffs. And it was always uh, John Madden and Pat Summerall. So, yeah, a lot of good yep. memories uh, when it comes to John Madden. So, RIP to him.
0: You know what's up? It was John Madden and Al Michaels. <laughs>
2: uh, so, for my co host Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, wishing everybody a happy new year. Be safe. Happy new year. Be safe. Be healthy. And we'll talk to you in 2022. 2022. Stay tuned for the Parting Promo.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest at this time,
3: Kevin Owens.
1: Kevin, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me. Last week, you and Seth Rollins had a huge impact in the aftermath of your match with Bobby Lashley and the WWE Champion Big E. And it just so happens that we just received a video message from the WWE Champion. Let's take a look. At WWE
3: Day One, I defend my WWE Championship against Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and Kevin Owens. Now, the whole world wants to know will one of These men use my champion's disadvantage to their advantage and climb the WWE Mountain like Sir Edmund Hillary. I've spent the last uh, couple months talking about these men and their motivations. But for me, to do what I do best, I had to get back to me. You see, this is about me and my story. This is about starting my life over at 23. This is about sleeping on a tiny studio apartment floor as I worked on my craft. This is about showing up to work every single week knowing that you are worth more. This is about getting to the very top of your industry, doing it the right way. This is about knowing that you didn't come this far to only come this far. This is about walking out of WWE day one steel. WWE champion, and oh, you got to feel that sucker!
1: No, Biggie, Biggie's wrong. Okay, I heard all of that. You know, it's about his story. It's about him overcoming the odds. It's about him showing up for work every week. Oh, oh, well, not this week though. That's why he sent it from his house. I'm here show up for work every week it's about my story and you know what my story is Kevin your name's Kevin I don't like it pick another one you have one week to think about it it's about my story the important Kevin story, and my story so far, everything, it's, it's been all about my plan. My perfect plan, and everything has gone off without a hitch. I, I got into this WWE title match day one. Uh, me and Seth Rollins are best friends, and as such, last week, our plan, my plan, it was my idea. We took Bobby Lashley out, did you see it? Did you see it, not Kevin? It was amazing, it was my idea. Seth was there, he was there. He did stuff, but it was my idea. And the next part of my plan, is a day one when I win the WWE Championship. Watch me do it. Do you have a problem with that? Alright, think about that name. It's Burt. Your name's Burt.